Blog Talk Radio. It's a celebration, celebration time. Come on. It's a celebration. You just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. I'm your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. We are so glad that you tuned in with us today to be a part of our celebration service of doing the work of ministry for God for eight years. And it has truly been a blessing. We thank God for the ministry that we have received in the Lord. And we're so glad that you are here and being a part of this ministry. Uh, Just a little bit about Voice of Truth. If it's your first time ever listening to us, Voice of Truth is a worldwide ministry. It's uh, it's just like any other church. It's just an online radio ministry. This ministry was launched out uh, by Apostle Yvonne around July the 29th and 2012. It hasn't been easy, but it's going to be worth it in the end. And I thank God for Apostle uh, Prophet Yvonne and Pastor Joseph and for all the support and all the ones on the WOW team and all of you who listen faithfully every Sunday and support this ministry. And Voice of Truth just says thank you to all our listeners all around the world. We love you, and we are so glad that you are here today. We love you with the love of God. And we pray that you will continue to be a part and continue to follow and stay connected to Voice of Truth and all of its social media ministries and also here on Block Talk Radio. If you are not a follower of Block Talk, Following us here on Block Talk Radio, you can just go to Block Talk Radio, Google us, Voice of Truth, and just click on that follow button, and you will be coming. You will become a follower of this ministry. We just want to thank you. We are celebrating. We're so excited about it. As I said earlier. It was not. It's not easy, but it's worth it in the end. And I don't know about. Anybody else, but I can say about me, I believe I'm going to run on and I'm going to see what the end is going to be because it's something that's waiting at the end just for me. And we just thank God. I'm so excited about our eight years of doing ministry. And we, I just, you know, have to thank Apostle Yvonne for launching this ministry out without her. This ministry would not be. And I just pray that God will richly bless her, her house, and her wonderful husband, Pastor. Amen. To God be all of the glory. It's a celebration. It's a celebration time to just to thank God for this ministry, just thanking God for uh, being with me through it all and all the things that we go through in doing ministry. Amen. To God be the glory. Let me just give God all the praise. At this time, I'm going to open up the prayer line if you need prayer. Amen. If you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. I ask that you don't give your your name, but just give the area and the location that you're calling from. Amen. Amen. The prayer line is open. While we're waiting for the prayer line or somebody to press the one, if you have not purchased my ebook, The Heart Reflection, I want to encourage you to do that. That is a good read. It's only two ninety nine, amen. And you can purchase and download it there on 
uh, at Amazon.com. Amen. You can uh, purchase it. You can purchase it for a group. You can purchase it as a gift. But it's only two ninety nine. Amen. And we also uh, want to um, inform everybody that we have a our second book coming out soon, a new release. So stay connected to us so you can hear more about that. And amen, if you're not connected to my uh, author page there on Facebook or Twitter, you can connect with me there to keep up with what's going on. Amen. To God be all of the glory. If you need prayer, you can press the one and I will bring you in for prayer. Amen. I don't see anybody with their, their hand raised, so we're just going to go ahead and open up in general prayer. But I'm going to sing a, a song before we do prayer. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord, right now. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord, right now. I lift my hands and bow my knees. And worship at your throne. I need you, Lord, right now. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord, right now. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord, right now. I lift my hands and bow my knees. And worship at your throne. I need you, Lord, right now. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my day. Yeah, I come to be I need thee, oh, I need thee every hour. I need thee, oh, bless me now, my. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the honor and all the glory for this day, O God. O Father God, we come as humble as we know how, O God, in the name of Jesus. For this is a day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice in it. Lord, we thank you that you're God that is able to do all things with fail, O God. O God, we just give you all the glory and all of the praise, for thou art worthy of all of our praise. We call upon your name, O God, in this time, in this hour, in this season, O God. And we pray right now, God, that you will keep us in our right mind, God, and provide everything that we need, O God. We give you glory and honor in advance for it, even now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we lift up our eyes unto the hill which cometh our help. Lord, you are our help. You are our strength. You are our deliverer, God. You are our high tower. You are our rock, and you are our God. And we need you to help us, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we ask you to keep us. 
us and watch us and protect us as we go in and protect us as we go out in the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you right now, God, that you're able to supply every need, God. And we ask you to supply every need of every person. I'm going to sound on my voice, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You know exactly what they need, oh God. And we ask you to fill their cup, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we cover every house that's under the sound of my voice. And those that even come back in the archive, under the blood of the Lamb of God. We thank you right now for the covering of the blood that will protect us even in this time. Oh, God, with this virus going on, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Even though I declare and decree, even though a thousand may fall on our side and ten thousand may fall on our right side, it shall not come now out the dwelling in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you for covering us up under the wings of the almighty God. We thank you, God, that you're able to keep us even in this troubled time, oh God. We come against every spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. We cast it back where it came from in the mighty name of Jesus. For your word tells us that you did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And we thank you right now, God, that we walk in the soundness of our, in our minds, oh God. We thank you right now, God, that we have victory, God, over our enemies, even now, God, known and unknown unto us, oh God. Oh God, we ask you to give us our daily bread, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Keep us from all evil, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let thy kingdom come in our lives, even now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, we give you praise and honor and glory, God. We pray for comfort for those that have lost loved one in this season, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Your word said you will comfort those that are mourn, mourn God. And we ask you to comfort them right now. We ask you to give them peace right now, God. That's the path of all understanding, Father. We thank you right now, God. We ask you to be a shield of protection around their lives, oh God, and around their family, around their home, oh God, even now in the name of Jesus, oh God. We give you praise and honor and glory, God. We ask you to bless them and prosper them, oh God, even now in the name of Jesus. We ask you to make a way out of no way, God, for them, even though it may not look like a way, God. We know that you are a way maker, God. I ask you to be the light in the very darkness, even now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And we declare no weapon that is formed against them shall not prosper, and every tongue that has risen up against them, thou shalt condemn in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We pray right now, God, for souls. We pray for the souls, oh God. We pray that souls will come unto you and turn away from sin, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Turn our lives around and completely and repent with a godless sorrow and come unto you that their souls might be saved while the blood yet run warm in their veins. And, God, we give you all the praise. We call them out, God, in the name of Jesus for your glory, God. We give this message back unto you, God. Let your name be glorified in all the earth. Let them glorify your name. Let your name be exalted in all the earth, God. And we give you all the praise and all of the glory. We call it done in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so, and it is done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, to God be all of the glory, amen. The word today, a message of God will come from Exodus, my favorite book. <laughs> and you've been following this ministry 
You know, when I first started ministry, amen, I always preached out of Exodus. This is one of my favorite books, y'all. This is my favorite book, Exodus. So today we're going to come from Exodus, the third chapter, amen. Exodus, the third chapter, amen. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number nine. Now, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou may bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly, I will be with thee. And this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt. Ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, say unto them, The God of your, your fathers have sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shall, shall thou say unto the children of Israel, I am, have sent me unto you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shall thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Amen. I'm going to stop reading right there, but I do want to encourage you to go back and read chapters 1 through 4. Amen. And I'm going to tell the story of Moses and uh, from verses, uh, chapters 1 through 4, amen, and how we got to our key scriptures, amen. The title of our message today is, is uh, Called and Chosen. Called and Chosen. The Bible tells us that Moses' mother, in the beginning of Exodus, after she had given birth to Moses. And during that time, the the Pharaoh uh, or the king at that time did not know Joseph um, and the things that Joseph had done uh, in that time. This Pharaoh did not know uh, Joseph. And the Israelites or the children of God were growing in numbers through birth. They, they were outnumbering the Egyptians. And so the the, the Pharaoh at this time uh, had made a decree for them to kill all the the baby boys and but let the girls live. They had spoke to the the midwives, and uh, the Bible says that Mo, Moses' mother kept him hid for three months until she couldn't hide him anymore. And so she placed him in a basket, and he went down the Nile, and he ends up in the house of Pharaoh being raised by Pharaoh's um, uh, sister 
and uh, and as Moses was raised as her son. And the Bible tells us that he grew up and became a man. He learned about his people. And I'm just kind of paraphrasing. He learned about his people and the oppression of his people. And then Moses um, killed the Egyptian. And when he killed the Egyptian and, and, and the um and the, the two guys that were fighting in the in the, the scriptures kind of let Moses know, hey, you know, you you just killed the Egyptian and I'm just paraphrasing it and um you just killed the Egyptian, or you gonna kill me like you killed the Egyptian. So Moses got kind of afraid. Uh and, and he he thought, Well, if they know this and because Moses had hid the the body of the the Egyptian that he had killed in the sand. And the Bible said he fled from Egypt for his life, in other words. He fled, and he ends up in Midian. And there he, he meets his wife, and he has his son. Well, while he's there in uh, in and up on the Jethro, and he was tending the sheep, and he was uh, behind the particular mountain there. And, and the Bible says that, Moses saw a bush that would appear to be in a flame out of the midst of the bush. And so Moses wanted to see why the bush was not burnt up. And so as he got to the bush and as he got there and God spoke to Moses and called Moses, he said, Moses, Moses. And he said, hell not. Moses answering the Lord, and said, he said, draw not hither, but take off your shoes for off thy feet, for the place where on thou standest is holy ground. Now here is where God is calling Moses, and he's in media, and he's calling him now to, to be a prophet and to be a leader of his people, to be the deliverer of the people of God. He was called and chosen and appointed by God. And the scripture goes on to tell us that God said, well, I heard the affliction of my people down in Egypt. I heard their cry from the reason of the taskmaster. And I'm going to send you into the land of my people. And then Moses asked God, you know, who, in other words, as I say, when I started being, who's going to believe me? said, God, who am I? Who am I? Should I go into to Egypt and to, and to go into, into Pharaoh and tell him to let God's people go? And, you know, one thing about God is, is that he has to call and he has uh, to choose someone to do his work. You have to be called and you must be chosen to do the work of God. You just can't go. As some say, you can't just win. You just can't go out and do ministry. You have to be called and chosen for that. And the Bible says that God chose Moses and God sent Moses. And not only that, God equipped Moses for the work that he would do for God, the work of his ministry that he would do for God. And like Moses and many of us, and I know I can say for me, 
is that, you know, Moses really, really did not want to receive the calling. Moses kind of made an excuse because he said, you know what, and I, I, I kind of have a slow speech, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of stutter a little bit, you know, and so God, you know, God kind of got a little angry with him, but, you know, God, when he calls you, he equips you for the journey. He gets you ready for the journey. And he prepares you, even in the things and the things that you may go through in life, it equips you for your ministry. You have to go through the wilderness. Mars, the, 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 he fled through, he fled from where he was in Egypt and he went into the wilderness, and that's how he found his wife there in the wilderness. That's how he found Jethro uh, there in the wilderness. Um, that's where he was called in that wilderness place. But God is the only one that can call and choose someone to do ministry. And I know, you know, a lot of people today uh, are getting degrees with paper that you can just order offline, just pay a fee to become whatever you want to do in ministry. But with that, there's no anointing on that. Your anointing is given unto you unto God. If he has called you, if he has chosen you to do the work. And see, when Moses got ready to, to go into the wilderness, the first thing, you know, like Moses said to him, well, who can, who who shall I say sent me? And Moses and God said unto Moses, I am has sent thee. And you know, sometimes and I understand where Moses is coming from because my testimony is when I first came into ministry, my ministry was rejected. And I thank God for apostle. But I my ministry was rejected and when God called me, I was like Moses. I like, oh no. I told the Lord no. I didn't want to do it. I said, because I don't want to be responsible for the soul. And that's when God set me told me to sit down and to read Ezekiel the second chapter. Tell me, sit down and read again. <laughs> so I sat down and I read Ezekiel again and uh the second chapter of Ezekiel. And so I I, I thank God because only God can get you ready for ministry. If he called you, he can equip you. If he's chosen you, he will work through you. It's, it's not you working in your own, in your own way, or doing a ministry your own way. God will give you a, a leader. Moses, Moses was about to be a, a leader for the children of Israel. He was sent unto them. You know, you have to be sent. You can't just go. You can't be one of those people that just went. You have to be sent by God and chosen by God to do a work. And the Bible tells us that God chose Moses and sent Moses and equipped Moses because it tells us, let's see here, oh, let's see. It tells us in chapter 4 that God had gave Moses a rod. God had told him the signs and the wonders and the miracles that will follow his ministry. You know, when God has called you, there will be signs and miracles. Following your ministry, God will establish you. You don't have to establish yourself. You don't have to go out and say, I'm a prophet. 
You don't have to go and say, I don't, I'm a damn as a pastor or whatever, apostle, whatever that is, people power. Art, what they got now, art bitches and all kind of people, all kind of stuff. But if God calls you, he will get you ready for it just like he did Moses. The Lord gave Moses a sign. The Lord told Moses what kind of ministry he had. He told him what he was was called to do. You know, like I said, for me, for me, I didn't want to do ministry. Most people who are truly called by God, they don't want to do it. Because, you know, you, you go through so much in doing ministry. And, you know, a lot of times people don't believe who you are. Especially kin folks and folks you grew up around, they don't believe it. You know, Moses came out of the land of Egypt. He grew up in the house of Pharaoh. And then, you know, not only that, all his kin folks who were the Hebrews or the Israelites, they also knew uh, who Moses was, really was. And they also knew that he grew up in the house of the Egyptians. So, you know, a lot of times people in your own hometown, people in your own community, those that you grow up grew up with will not believe that you're called by ministry. And that's what I told God. I said, anybody gonna believe me? And showing up to the day, some of them do not believe that God has called me to do the work of ministry, but God called me and chose me because I'm not that type of person that's gonna step out and do ministry and have not been called or chosen by God. And um, but I have been called and chosen. I have my own anointing. And so I tell you that God will call call and choose who he chooses, and he never chooses who the world said should be a prophet. He never chooses who who the world would say should be an apostle or an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher. God is the one that chooses. He's the one that gives the anointing. The anointing comes from him. The Bible tells us that when God gave Moses the instructions of what he needed to do and why he was sending him and what his ministry would be, and he, he spoke unto him, he told him he would speak through his mouth, he would be with him, and he said, I will teach you what you shall do. When God has called and chosen you, God will teach you what to do. Like it says in uh, chapter 4 and 15, and it says, Thou shalt speak unto him and put words in his mouth, and I will be with thy mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what you shall do. So because Moses had kind of didn't want to do ministry because of his speech, God gave him Aaron, his brother. Aaron would work beside him in doing the work of ministry. And so God would uh, would tell Moses, and Moses would give it unto Aaron. And so we have to realize that we just cannot walk out on our own. You know, even with the story of Moses and how they tried to, if I can go back to that, how they tried to kill all the boys. But what if they had to kill Moses? That tells us that, you know, you can't kill what God anointed to live. Don't touch God's anointed. Don't touch his prophet. It's not good. And, and and the Bible says, you know, even though they did, you know, and at one point he said, throw them all in the night, throw the boys all in the night. Now, God had a purpose and a plan for Moses' life. Nothing was going to hurt Moses. Nothing was going to come against Moses, you know, and that was going to take his life. But God had a purpose for his life. 
Well, you can't kill what God has anointed to live. You can't do it. But, you know, I, I, I thank God for his word because even Jesus, when Jesus was doing the work of the ministry, he said the same problem. People didn't believe that he was called nor chosen. Because the first thing they, the first thing that the folks in the neighborhood he once said in the street committee said, well, that's Joseph and Mary's son. That's, that's the carpenter. That, that, that's Jesus. So they missed it because they, they did not see him as being called and chosen to do the work that he was doing. He couldn't do many miracles in his time. And I believe that's why a lot of times God will move a prophet out of their hometown, away from their kinfolk, away from their family, away from their friends, the people they grew up with because they won't receive them. But God sent Moses, and Moses did a mighty work for God. Moses did a mighty work of God with signs and wonders following his ministry. You know, and God, he will choose and call his leaders. And when he chooses and calls them, they are true leaders for his people. He are, they are messengers of God for the people. His prophet is a messenger for the people. God will call and choose his apostles, his prophetess, which is a, a female prophet, a prophet who is a male prophet, a pastor, an evangelist, call them. And he will choose them. You know, the word tells us, how can one preach if he or she has not been sent? How can we preach if God has not sent us? How can we preach if God has not called us? How can we preach if God has not chosen us? Unless God has sent you, then if he, if he hasn't sent you, then you're not equipped. You don't have the anointing. You don't have, you don't have uh, the divine instruction. And you may have, like I said earlier, all the degrees on the wall and all the different ways and outlines of how to do a sermon, but there ain't no anointing on it. It's got to be anointing on it to help the people. You know, so we have to realize that we just can't do ministry just calling ourselves and choosing ourselves. Only God can do that. Only he can choose and call someone, the great I am. Nobody else can call you. And, you know, I, I said earlier about my testimony, I had some to say, you know, you mean to tell me God called you? Oh, you're too old to do ministry, and I want you to know that's not a truth. Because if you look at Moses' age, Moses was in the palace for 40 years. He was in the wilderness for 40 years, and then he came back to Egypt to do the work of ministry. And God called him, probably about 80 years old, if you really count it up. So you're never too old to be called to do ministry for God. Because God does not choose who you think or we think should be in ministry. And so we just have to give God all the praise and all the honor and all of the glory because he knows what's best for all of us. And he will give us the right leaders if we will receive the leaders that God has given unto us. 
if we receive the leader. We got to receive the leader that God has unto us. That's why Moses, you know, made that statement like, um, if they're going to believe me, they ain't going to believe me. What should I say? They're not going to. And, you know, and, and God told him what to do. Go get the elders. Go show them this. Show them this, and they're going to believe. That they're going to believe. And, and and Moses did. If you read all the, the, the chapters in Exodus, Moses was a powerful prophet of God. And the Bible says that when God delivered the people out of Egypt and all the signs and wonders that God did through Moses' ministry, uh, it was just powerful. And um, the Bible tells us that the, the people believed in God's prophet. Do you know you got to believe in God's prophet? And you have to have faith in God. And so the Bible tells us that they believed in Moses, the prophet, and they, and they believed God. And so we got to believe and we got to we got to realize that everybody that stands in the pulpit and everybody that can sing beautifully doesn't mean that God has called them. They got a talent. They got a gift. But we have to know the truth. Because if we're under anybody that's not called nor chosen by God, there's no anointing on their life, they can't help you. You can't get into deliverance. You can't get into healing. You can't you can't get anything but watered down messages. How can one preach if he have not been sent? How can one preach if one has not been chosen? How can one preach if God has not called? God must call you to preach his holy word. Because you're leading the soul astray. Blind leading the blind. Possible for the soul. You're standing in the way of set up. We've got to get right. we got to know who is in the pulpit. And we got to know whether they are called and chosen by God. And that lifestyle will show you whether they are or are not called by God. If you're under a ministry and you're, having, you're, you're not being blessed like you should, uh, you, you, you're not getting no healing, you're not getting no deliverance, you're not getting set free, you're doing the same thing you're always done, you're still walking around with a heart that is hard as a rock, you, you're, you, you're not changed, you got on them same old, same old, what you call it, they said simple clothes, you're still, in other words, you're still doing the same thing, you ain't put on the old the new man you still got on the old man. In other words, you still living in sin. You still doing what you want to do. When God sent forth the true prophet, when God sent forth his true leaders that he have called and chosen, and you're under that ministry, something ought to change. Something about your life must change. When God sent forth a prophet in the land, when God sent forth Moses in the land, the people of God was delivered. They came out of the land because God sent forth a prophet in the land. Just because you may think or I may think that somebody is not called to be a prophet of God, that's not for us to judge. They say now, they say they're a prophet. Well, I've been taught that they say they're a, a, a apostle, a prophet, a pastor, evangelist, a teacher, whatever they say they are. Okay, that's what you say you are. I, I, I'm not going to judge you. That's not my place to do that. If that's what you say, that's what you are. But we must. Get it right. We must be called and chosen by God, and he's the only one that can do it. 
Just because you come from a line of preachers and your family been in ministry for years, that doesn't mean that you're a prophet. That doesn't mean that you are a evangelist or a pastor, whatever it is. We we got to get it right. We got to get it right. Because we don't want to be responsible for the soul. And I, I, I tell you, you know, you want to make sure you're in right standing with God. God is not, look, God is a God of righteousness and holiness. So when we're doing the work of God and we're before the people, we need to be living in righteousness and holiness before the people. If God has called you and chosen you, you've got to live a righteous life. Representing him. You're representing Christ. You are his, his ambassador. You are the one that is his light upon the earth. So we got to get it right. And if God has not called and chosen you, well, don't get in the lane. If he hadn't called you to be a father, don't get in the lane. If he didn't call you to be an evangelist or apostle, don't get in the lane. Tell me I'm a apostle and ain't set up man, church. A prophet and a prophesied something that prophet lied. That was half a day lie, half a day, half a law. We got to get it right. You know, evangelist ain't saved now, so <laughs> the Bible said those that win souls are wise. What we doing, y'all? We got to get it right. We got to get it right. When God has called and chosen you, He will send you. He will equip you. You're going to have to go through the wilderness to get the anointed. Ain't no way around it. If you're going to be anointed, you're going to have to go through the wilderness. It's going to cost you something. And see, the anointing, it don't come cheap. you got to pay a price for it. It's going to cost you something. The anointing is going to cost you something. And you want to pay a price for it, and it don't go cheap. You got to pay for that anointing. It's going to cost you something. If you want to walk in the office of a prophet, you ask, ask a prophet, a true prophet of God. If they want to call to do it, they, won't, they don't want to do it. Because it costs you something to be a prophet. It costs you something. And everybody likes to put on their, they love to put profit on their name. No, help us, no, help us, no. They love to put profit on it. We got to get it right. We must be called and we must be chosen. For the word of God tells us, how can one preach if he has not been sent by Almighty God? How can you preach? How can you stand before God's people? And you have not been sent, nor called, nor chosen. How can we do that? God knows who he has called. God knows who he has chosen. We've got to get it right. We've got to get it right. Amen. To God be the glory. We got to be called and we got to be chosen by God. The great I am that I am must choose us to do ministry. To God be all the glory. Amen. We are so glad and we that God has allowed us to see this day. I tell you. I am excited about what God is getting ready to do for his church all over the land. God is going to do a great work through his church. 
Great revivals are coming for souls. Amen. To God be the glory. You don't have to worry about a thing because God got you. He's going to take care of you. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm going to go ahead and do the invitation of Christ. If you don't know Christ, I want to invite you today to come and give your life to Christ today. If you will say this prayer, Lord, I'm a sinner and neither a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you lived, died, and rose again for me. I repent of my sin with a godless sorrow. I, I believe that you shed your blood for me, that your body bruised for me and wounded for me. I believe it. I believe that you rose again just for me. And if you said that prayer, if you can just hit me up, on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, All Voices Truth, and I'll get back with you, amen. But I want to welcome you to the body of Christ, and I do want to encourage you to get your Bible and begin to read it, amen. If you have problem understanding the King James, I want to encourage you to get like a new living or Christian standard Bible there are pretty good, and they don't go kind of way out there. Some of them go kind of way out there off of the, the, the meaning of the scripture, but those, the new living is really good, amen. Well, I encourage you to do that, but I want you to hit me up on Facebook if you have given your life to Christ today. I want to give them, uh, also go ahead and do the announcement, the VOT announcement. I want to thank you for tuning in today for our anniversary service, serving the Lord. We've been doing ministry for eight years. As I said earlier, it hasn't been easy, but I know that it's going to be worth it in the end. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour of power. Uh, Pathetic Corner with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams, is the first half of the hour of power. Amen. She's the first half from 5 to 6, and Voice of Truth is on at 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and they call us the hour of power. I want to encourage you to begin to follow these ministries. Um, go to um, Google, and you can Google Pathetic Corner or Voice of Truth, and you should be able to find us there. Click the follow button there on Block Talk Radio and follow us there. You can also follow us there on Facebook as well, amen. Follow us there uh, on our ministry pages there. Also, we have for you on Tuesday night, one word from the Lord with my leaders, Apostle Yvonne and Pastor Joseph Rowe. They're on the air on Block Talk Radio live at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, one word from the Lord. I don't know about you, but I need one word from the Lord. Amen. They always come with a powerful word from the Lord. I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected to their ministry. They're on Block Talk Radio as well. I also want to encourage you to get connected to Evangelist Bertha Askew's ministry. Come by Hearing Ministry. It's on the air live every Saturday, Saturday at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Powerful woman of God. I want to encourage you to get connected to all these ministries on the Apostle and Pastor. And you can just follow us there on our social media. You can follow us there on Block Talk Radio. We are everywhere you go. You can listen at any time on any of your devices. So there's no excuse why you can't get the word because there's always something out there. Um, and we always have our, our, our different shows. And I want to also encourage you to become a wild partner. 
uh, for an offering of $25 or more, you can become a wild partner that will automatically put you on our prayer list. Amen. To God be the glory. And there we will, we will pray for you. We actually do pray for you. We will pray for you. And then you'll get uh, other different uh, special things. You'll get uh, encouragement through the during the week, we have a lot of things that we have going on to encourage you, to exalt you during the week. Amen. So we're doing things, and God is getting ready to do some great things to through with our walls worldwide minute. So we want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected. We want to encourage you to do that today. And it's just very simple. Just click on, go to a pastor and apostle and elders. Uh, Facebook page there on Facebook and follow them there as well, amen. You can just follow them there. Just click the follow button and you can follow them there. Also on Block Talk Radio, do the same thing, and that way you won't miss any of the shows because you'll get announcements about the shows and the time. So I want to encourage you to do that. And I want to encourage you to sow a seed in these ministries. If they have been a blessing to you, which I know that they have, I want to encourage you to sow an offering into these ministries. Uh, Pathetic Corner, Voice of Truth, One Word from the Lord, Faith Come by Hearing Ministry. You want to sow your seeds on Fertile Ground, amen. And this is Fertile Ground to sow um, your amen. If you would like to do that, you can hit up any one of us there on Facebook, and we'll tell you how to do that. Uh, you can go to uh, Without Walls, Elder Ministries, uh, and shows will be up on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministries. Her messages will be there, but you can also give an offering there for um, Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. there. Just click on the button there, and it will lead you through the process of giving that offering. And we want to thank you in advance for doing that. Um, we just thank each and every one of our followers. We pray that you will continue to follow this ministry. Um, we just thank God for the ministry that we have received in the Lord. We have received this ministry in the Lord. Uh, it's not something that I just did. I received this ministry from God. I was called and chosen to do the work of ministry. Amen. We just thank God for his word, and we give him all the praise and all of the glory. Just be reminded, if you haven't purchased my ebook, I want to encourage you to do that, the heart reflection. Amen. Uh, for two ninety nine, just go to Amazon.com or you can just Google the hard reflection Elaine Jackson and it'll pull it up. Amen. And I want to thank you in advance for doing that. And we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Again, I want to thank you for being a part of our anniversary service, eight years of doing the work of ministry to glorify God. So we give him all the glory and all of the honor. And we're going to get on out of here. I'm going to do the benediction. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence, before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. Meet us here next week at the same place and the same time here on Block Talk Radio. We love you. God loves you. You have a blessed week. Be safe. Wear your mask and your glove. Protect yourself and your loved ones. And know that we love you. We'll meet you here next week at the same place, at the same time, here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We love you.